Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stephen James, founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome and let's begin. Hey everyone, this is Stefan from ProjectLifeMastery.com and today I'm being joined by my friend Greg Mercer, who's the founder of Jungle Scout, which is the number one Amazon research uh, product software on the market for many years. Uh, Many of you guys saw that I did an interview with Greg I think it was about two years ago, two thousand. Yeah, two thousand. This is well overdue. Yeah, and many of you guys saw that. That was a video on my channel that's now gotten over one hundred and thirty thousand views. And uh, at the time, I remember I was interviewing you. In, you're in Bali that's at right. the time, uh-huh. at the uh, the hub. Right. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, so it's yep. good to good to have you here in person. But um, you know, Greg, uh, his development team actually is here in Vancouver. Um, you know, developing Jungle Scout, and he's grown massively um, with this company and the software and helped so many uh, Amazon sellers. People are just getting started to sell on Amazon uh, to identify the most profitable product for them. Um, I'm a big fan of his software and it's something that I've used with my product research and recommend to many people. So uh, I'm just very thankful that you took the time to come visit today. Absolutely. And uh, today we're going to be talking about Amazon product research and I'm going to pick his brain. Uh, for those of you that are out there that want to get started on Amazon, but you don't quite know where to start. And um, uh, Gray's going to share his uh, criteria, and he's also going to put together a little bit of a training to show you guys a little bit about how you can use Jungle Scout to make your life much, much easier. So thanks for taking the time. Seven, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I know we have a lot of good stuff we're going to talk about yes. today, so this is going to be a, an action-packed value bomb. Yeah. So Am- Amazon is, you know, is huge trend. You know, you've been Absolutely. selling on Amazon for how many years now? Four, maybe even five years now. And I know you built successful businesses there. We could talk a little bit about that. But what do you what do you see as the opportunity um, that exists today with Amazon? Yeah, you know, is, Amazon's grown so much, obviously, and sure. you've seen you work with people all the time. So what do you see as the opportunity? 
Yeah, so in my opinion, like the best opportunity on Amazon right now is still like this private label model. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that in a second. But there are more sellers on Amazon now. You know, uh, anyone tries to tell you differently is lying to you. So it is like a little bit more competitive, right? So we'd like step up our game a little bit. The good news is it's still very feasible, you know, to create the successful businesses on Amazon. Uh, there's still plenty of opportunity for sellers who, you know, do good work and uh, create good products to sell in there. So I really like making small improvements um, to products and putting them on Amazon. Right. So, and, and we'll talk about this a little bit uh, more in more in depth a little bit later. But I'm talking about like small improvements, like a, a product that they were like bamboo marshmallow sticks. And I was reading some bad reviews, and the kids were like burning their hands or getting too close right. to the fire. So we're making longer ones, right? So right. I'm not inventing a brand new product yeah. here. But what I am doing is I'm finding a product that's already being manufactured and making small improvements on it. So. Yeah, when I talk about the private label model or the white label model, what I'm talking about here is um, finding an opportunity on Amazon. That would be step one. We'd be then finding a supplier for this product. Uh, They're generally in China. You generally find them on Alibaba. Um, And then this is already like a factory for this product. This company is already making bamboo sticks. They're already making water bottles or whatever else we're trying to sell, right? but when I say private label, so they're already making this product, but then we're going to put our brand or our label on it yeah. to make it our own. And the huge advantage of that on Amazon, why this is popular on Amazon, is because then you have your own listing. Mm-hmm. If you're selling a brand that's already on Amazon, then you're selling it on their listing instead of your own. So when it's on your own listing, you have more control over the pictures, and you know you can do work to try to get more reviews and all this kind of stuff. So. That, that, without a doubt, is the best opportunity on Amazon right now is this private label model. And I would even strongly argue like the best opportunity in the whole entrepreneurship, make money online type space. I, I, I honestly believe that it's the best opportunity right now and probably yeah. of the decade. Yeah, and especially because Amazon does so much for you. Like yeah, Amazon is just a huge giant and they have millions and millions of people that go to their website. so fast, right? Yeah, and they're just growing like this. And with their fulfillment centers and their development um, and everything, it's it's just amazing how much they've grown and how much they're growing internationally. Yeah. Like, you know... They're getting ready to open up in Australia. The Indian marketplace is getting big. Japan's huge. Europe's massive, without a doubt. Yeah, so it's it's really a a fantastic model for anyone. Anyone can do anywhere in the world. and you know it's something that you don't necessarily need that much money with because especially with Alibaba you can you know get lower minimum order order yeah. quantities and from China you can get products pretty cheap and everything. Um, one question I'd have for you though because this always kind of inevitably comes up whenever I talk about any opportunity whatsoever where there's some people out there that they they just feel like oh it's saturated or it's too competitive right. and um, you know they're they're trying to you know maybe find that one product there's no comp- competition there's a lot of scarcity I find with people in this business and even a lot sure. of people they don't want to share like be transparent about certain sure. things they're so afraid that someone else might steal from them and stuff so you know what what's your opinion on on just how it's grown from that perspective. Um. So yeah, it, you know, like, I, like I said a little bit earlier, it is a little bit more competitive now. However, it's I think it's just growing so fast. Uh, you know, like from uh, the consumer standpoint on Amazon, there are just so many buyers and they're growing so fast that there's still plenty of opportunity. You know, yeah. for us sellers, so like you know, some might be watching this video a few years from now. They're like, oh, well, it has a quarter million views now. Whatever, yeah. like. 
there, there's probably not any space left for me. I guarantee there still is space left for you. It's just, it's crazy just how much volume they do and just how many buyers are on the Amazon websites every day. Yeah. And so. I, I think that also, um, like what I've found is that product research has become even more important than ever yeah, because of it. Because, you know, I often tell people like, don't rush that process because mm-hmm. that's like such an important decision. That's like the make that, it or break it. Exactly. It really because is. that's gonna what's going to determine how you know, how easy the path is going to be for you or how difficult, you know, you can pick a product that, you know, maybe, you know, doesn't meet a certain criteria. Maybe there's not much demand for, maybe it's more competitive. You can still make that work, but it's just going to be so much harder as opposed to if you actually spend more time to really find a great product that even more demand and less competition for, then you can just, you know, because I've seen some people that have just and I always hate these people. They just put a product up there and just start selling. It's like they don't even do anything. And yeah. It's just like they put it up and people start buying it just because they did such a good job with the research. Yeah. Whereas other people like myself, I choose the supplement <laughs> industry, one of the most competitive ones. Right. But I just got to do an awesome job with the marketing. Yeah. Right. So can you talk a little bit about product research in general and why that, why for you it's been uh, so important? Yeah, absolutely. So. You know, if we back up like to my, so, you know, I used to work a full-time job. I was a civil engineer. I was able to quit that by selling uh, on Amazon. So I was able to like replace my income. That's kind of how I got out of like the corporate world. Um, and I found like the, like the biggest hurdle with me growing my business at the time was like the product research. Cause like you said, I was like, kind of at the time got like lucky enough to get a few of these products that just sold like without any marketing or anything else. Right. Like right off the bat, they're doing really great. So then me being like the engineer, like data-driven type person, it's like, well, how do I find more of these opportunities? I want to sell all products that just I just launched, like they do great, like without any work, right? Um, and at the time, there wasn't like anything to help with that, and that's kind of how Jungle Scout was born. But from that and from uh, launching more successful products, like I've been able to figure out this criteria of kind of like what's working. So we want something that has existing demand on Amazon, right? And this, like, this is like the most important part, and I, I can't stress yeah. this enough. You'll probably hear me talk about this more during this interview. But um, too many times, like when I'm working with like new sellers or you know chatting with people and stuff, they they want to sell products because like uh, their gut feelings tell them yeah. they're yeah. like it's going to be a good opportunity, right? Or their mom told them that they're working, they're looking for this product on Amazon, couldn't find it, so there must be other people like their mom. Um, and I hate to break it to you, but like that's that's risky. That's not a good way to do it. Like instead, now we have like data that we can make like these well-informed, data-driven, less risky decisions. So we want something with good existing demand on Amazon. That means that people are typing in the search bar, they're finding it, and they're purchasing it. That's step number one. And I, I think just kind of that that's a really important one because yeah. I I know for myself and a lot of people because I get this all the time. Hey, I've got this great idea. Yeah. No one's selling it on Amazon, and I'm going to be the only one that's going to sell right. it. But I often say, wait, wait a minute. If no one's selling it on Amazon, maybe that's not necessarily right. a good sign. And you're right? the only one who's buying it too. Yeah. So it's like you want it. Um, the great thing with Amazon is you can do the research because you can see what people are already selling, what people are yep. buying, and that is like validation for you. It's proof of concept that there's money moving around that product in that market. So that Very is important. a really, really important step. I, I without a doubt. And we can compare it to guys doing like um, trying to do like SEO. You know, maybe if you're watching this, you're familiar with that. Um, 
you know, like trying to like rank for keywords that don't have any traffic, it's like, well, yeah. it doesn't really do any good. Like people aren't searching on Google for that. What does it matter if you're the yeah. number one spot for it? Exactly, so yeah. you kind of think it like that. So we want something with good, strong, existing demand. People already searching for on Amazon. Number two would be we want something with low competition. So there's tons of products that there's tons of demand for, but we're trying to find those ones that are in this nice little area that have high demand yet still low competition. And at least in the dot-com store, which that's the most volume, the U.S. store, um, most of those opportunities are either going to be kind of like obscure products or um, relatively like new niches. So like an example of like a new niche would be right now like those like fidget spinner things are like super hot, right? Okay. Uh, these little things you spin your hand, I don't know. Um, that'd be something that's like a new niche. It's kind of like a new invention, <laughs> not necessarily like a patent invention, but it's something that's like kind of like hot right now. Yeah. Um, there's other things kind of like in, you know, the health and exercise and stuff. There's always kind of like new like fad type items. Mm-hmm. So those would be things that like oftentimes have like high, strong demand, but like low competition because it's relatively young niche, like not a lot of sellers in it yet. Yeah. Um, a great way to gauge the competition is the number of reviews on a listing. So my personal rule of thumb that I use, when I search for what I think is going to be the main keywords, so we'll say marshmallow sticks, okay. I want to see multiple listings in the top 10 with under 50 reviews. Right. So if I search marshmallow sticks, I look at the top 10 uh, listings. I want to see like two, three, four listings with yeah. under 50 reviews. And that signifies to me that it's not very competitive and that it's relatively like immature or like young niche. Something that's easy for me to organically rank for that keyword yeah. and therefore make organic sales. Yeah, because if you find some listings that have like you know, thousands of reviews, yeah. it's just going to be an uphill battle to compete with them on the review side. Yeah, without a doubt. Not only compete with them on a review side, which uh, is definitely true because they have more social proof than you do, but also um, we know in Amazon's ranking algorithms, they take into account uh, like historic sales. So right. it's not only like your current sales, but like historic sales. So if this product's been selling well for a year, it's very hard to outrank that. Um, and the number of reviews is a good indicator of uh, like the age and uh, velocity of the sales because that's how you you know are getting reviews by selling products. Yeah. So that's why it's a, a great indicator of how competitive a particular niche is. So now we have high demand, low competition. We also want something with good margins, right? Um, most of those products are going to be. Uh, I like to sell products like eighteen dollars or more yeah. personally. So if you're selling these items for like ten bucks, like yeah. flat fees on Amazon, I think are at least like four fifty. Yeah. That leaves you with like whatever five bucks to source it, to do your PPC, to yeah. do whatever else. There's just you have to sell a lot of units if you're only making a dollar profit to make any real money. Yeah. If you're making five dollars or ten dollars profit, it just adds up a lot faster, right? Yeah. So I'm selling products with minimum eighteen dollars, but preferably more twenty, twenty five, thirty. I like those products. So high demand, low competition, good margins. Which you don't know the margins for sure until you uh, talk to suppliers. Talk to suppliers but look for the higher dollar stuff. What would be a good margin? Um, so I shoot for a hundred percent ROI on any of my products. So if I buy this water bottle for five bucks, I want to make $5 profit. So oftentimes that means that you're selling it for like $15 or $18 because Amazon fees are uh, need to be taken out of that too. And at the end of the day, your margin would margin would be like 30, 35%. But the main thing I look for is like a hundred percent return on investment. So Mm -hmm. Spend ten bucks on an item. I want to make ten bucks profit. Cool. Yeah, and I, I think that's a, that's really important because 
that margin is what's going to allow you, number one, if you want to give discounts to your product or mm -hmm. giveaways or just the marketing or whatever it might be. It's just good to have. And I think also, like initially, the margin might not be as great as it can be it's, as time goes on because now you can charge more money once you get more reviews sure, and you yeah, can yeah. order more inventory. So it had, look for the potential of it having maybe up to like a 50% you know, margin sort of thing, right? Yeah, that'd be great. Okay. Um, and so, then, yeah. yeah, so the kind of like the last little thing I was just going to touch on real quick is we want to stay away from anything. Um, I put both these in the same bucket. Like, it's like, I call them like products with lots of headaches right. <laughs> or products with any potential uh, legal issues. So right. legal issues, that's a little more clear cut. Patents, trademarks, want to stay away from those. Um, if it's supposed to be licensed, so for example, like you can't just print like um, Mickey Mouse or like right. your... NFL sports team or whatever, like on these products, like that needs to be licensed um, to like legally printed on there. So you want to stay away from that, and then if it's patented, um, stay away from that as well. Right. So, so for um, for for certain products like that, what about certain categories with Amazon that are gated? Like, do you tell people to avoid certain categories of products? Because I know some people are like, oh, you know, I want to sell a product like this, but I'm a little bit worried because I have to get that approved by Amazon. There's a bit more of a process involved. Yeah, so if you're just starting out, like I'm a firm believer of like getting started, like starting to get some momentum and traction, you know. So, you want, if you're just getting started, I would recommend to do one of those categories that don't have gating, yeah. just because it's less um, less hurdles for you to like to just get started. After you get started, you'll realize like getting ungated is not that big of a deal. So um, you can definitely do it, but yeah, I'd definitely like pick the path of least resistance to get started. Yeah. I, I think that's a smart move too because, you know, when you're first, like I've, I've always kind of believed and it's been my experience and also my girlfriend and many people is like the yeah. first product is more like just kind of getting your feet wet. Yeah, you learn so you much, know, right? And you, you don't really know what you're doing with the first product and, you know, you, you know, it's great you make money with it and everything, but I think as you go through the process, then you start to realize other opportunities mm -hmm. and you start to think, hey, you know what, now that I've been through this, I know the process. Yeah, there's this other product. It's got way better margins. I think it'll do way yeah. better. And that was kind of my girlfriend's experience because her first product was a cognac sponge. It was just like a cheap product. You get it for like a couple cents okay. in China. Yeah. And she was selling it for 10 bucks. And did good, but it didn't really differentiate or stand out too much sure. from the other products. She didn't have much um, uh, profit uh, in it either because it was a $10 product. The co competition would drive it even lower. So there's much... Yeah. Not much pricing options, and then less than ten bucks, it'd be like an add-on item. And then once she went through that, then she just like she made money from it and everything. But she realized there's better products out there, sure. and she got you know into better products that made her more money. And even for myself, my first product was L-carnitine, which is an amino acid supplement, and uh, it was just hard to differentiate. But mm. then. I got into other supplements and testosterone booster and different ones I could just do so much more with. And so I think that's an important thing to understand. Like that first product, even though it wasn't like the biggest moneymaker for me or my girlfriend, um, it, it gave us so much confidence and it helped us yeah. understand the process. And so, um, it, but it was like the easiest path. It was like inexpensive to get started, gave us confidence. Sure. Yeah. So I think that's an important thing just to maybe mention to people that, um, you know, even though like do the best you can with the criteria, but I see a lot of people get caught up in like perfectionism and mm. they don't take any action whatsoever because they're too afraid that it's not like the perfect product. And um, you know, the perfect product doesn't exist, but you know, you'll you'll learn as you go 
and uh, you will launch the next product and product after that and everything too, right? Yeah, like I guess worst case scenario, even you just break even like on your first product, right? It's such a good learning experience that uh, it's well worth it, even if you you know you weren't even to make any money on it. So yeah, I've, yeah, I've yeah. also seen people also that. Um, like even if they want to get out of the product, they just lower the price and just try to recoup back their inventory. Yeah, that's a really good point. Like a lot of people ask me, like Greg, like how you know you have hundreds and hundreds of SKUs on Amazon now. Like how many like failures have you had? So, out of like all those products that I've launched, um, I've never like not been able to sell the product. So like I've never you know I don't like have any products. There's just like thousands of units sitting in Amazon's warehouses, right? If nothing else, you can always like spend a little bit more on PPC or uh, decrease the price to a point where it is selling. So, like a failure to me is products that I don't end up reordering because like the margins didn't turn out to be good enough or like for whatever reason, maybe it was starting to get bad reviews or something like that. So it's like I've never like not been able to just re like recoup my money. Worst yeah. case scenario, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so that's something really good to touch on. Yeah. Okay. I want to ask about um, or maybe talk a little bit about competition. So. Uh-huh. Um, when you're looking at competition, and this is kind of like, this has been my perspective with okay. Amazon, is that I think like a lot of Amazon sellers, they just focus just on Amazon, right? Just Amazon doing everything for you. And of course you want to do that because that's where you're going to get the best conversions, you know, by ranking your product, getting reviews and everything. But for me, like I've always looked like a lot of Amazon sellers, I feel they don't really focus on marketing outside of Amazon, sure. like driving their own traffic from Google, from Facebook, from YouTube, from these different places. And I think that when you do that, especially if you do like content marketing and you're adding value, building a relationship, then you send a link to your product, then reviews don't really matter that much because people aren't searching and looking through, comparing all the products based on reviews. And so for me, like, um, like I think competition is a factor, but I've never... I don't think it's like a limiting factor because I see a lot of people that they really maybe are passionate about a certain product. They really want to sell. Demand is there, but maybe the competition is a little bit tough. And yeah, it's going to be more of a maybe an uphill battle on Amazon. But if you're willing to market, promote, maybe you're really skilled at like Facebook ads or maybe you're a great blogger or something like that, then you could still you know, funnel a lot of traffic to that product and, and right. have a huge advantage over competition because I, th- I think like a lot of the... Um, competition on Amazon, they're just not like I'm. I'm not really that threatened by a lot of them because they're they're not. They're just depending on Amazon to do everything for them. Yeah, and I'm I'm one of those persons. So it's real cool <laughs> that we're we're chatting about this, right? To see like the different perspectives. Um, and I guess like if you're watching this right now, like you can be thinking about like what kind of like competitive advantages do you have? Maybe you have a large Instagram following. Uh, maybe you're starting to get some traffic to your blog or your YouTube channel or whatever else. Um, and if you're like Stephanie, you know, that's like a great way to drive traffic, you know, to these Amazon listings. Um, so yeah, that, 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 that's a really good point. Something cool to think about. And you're definitely right that most Amazon sellers do not drive outside traffic. And it is very beneficial without a doubt because, you know, like the, the better sales velocity you have, the better Amazon's ranking you, you know, so... Yeah. Um, it also gives you a bit of the opportunity to get off of Amazon if you wanted to, right? Like if you wanted to sell like your own website, opinion, the biggest, uh, yeah, and you event. wanted to get all the customer information and whatnot, or, sure. or whatever it might be. Okay, and is there? Um, what do you think about like? I mean, this is a, more of a preference, I think. But your opinion, maybe on this, is do you feel like the product you're selling, you have to have like an interest or passion, or use the product yourself 
do you think that can help someone? Or I'm sure like a lot of your products, like marshmallows, they, like you probably yeah. don't even use or whatever, but it's just a, the numbers make sense. Sure. Right? Yeah. So yeah, I'll give you like um, kind of both sides. All right. So me personally, I don't have any emotional attachment or care about any of my products. So like I'm like a numbers guy, right? I like, guess it's like my engineer background. Like I'm just yeah. looking at like the data. It's like this checks all the boxes. High demand, low competition, et cetera, et cetera, good margins. Like I'm just selling it. So the the upside to that is um, a little bit like easier to pick products. They don't have to like fit inside any particular like niche or criteria or whatever else. Um, so that's kind of nice. In my opinion, I feel like I can get like products that might have like a little bit better margins because it's like weird stuff that like maybe like probably no one's passionate about, right? right. But the downsides or the upsides of the other side would be um, they're not as good of products, like you said, to like drive outside traffic to. Um, you know, like I guess there is something to be said about like it is kind of nice to be have like a little bit of like pride in your product, right? Like it is. It would be kind of nice to be able to like brag to my buddies about some of the products I sell instead of like, yeah, yeah this weird little something you don't know what it is. So. Um, I, th- I think to answer like you know to close on that like you can have success either way. Yeah, yeah, awesome, cool. So let's talk a little bit about Jungle Scout. Sure. So you developed this as a software. Mm-hmm. How many years ago? Two, uh, two and a half years ago. No? Cool. Do you want to maybe share with people a little bit about how it came about? And I was just. You know, I know you've done Jungle Scout, the web-based app, and then you're telling me about all these other awesome things that you guys have done. So you want to yeah. share with people first about Jungle Scout and you know what uh, you know that what, what that does for people. And you've had thousands of people that have used it, and I've I've used it. Many other people I recommend too as well. Yeah, so, close to awesome. almost a hundred thousand users now. Wow, it's amazing. So a lot of people, yeah. So. Jungle Scout was born. Um, so like I said, you know, I did the whole corporate thing, quit, started my own Amazon business, um, day-driven guy, so like one in numbers. So the one number that like really drove me to like build Jungle Scout is I want to know how many units um, products on Am- or listings on Amazon were selling. So um, at the time, there was like no good way to figure this out. So like you're kind of like going off your gut, which I don't like doing, right? So this is what I was saying earlier. So um, so that's how Jungle Scout was born. Is I wanted a way to estimate how many units per month a listing was selling on Amazon, and um, I figured out a way to do that very effectively. So that's kind of like how it was born. So then it morphed into a uh, a Chrome extension, which is still very effective. It's a lot of people's favorite tool. Uh, the Chrome extension you can run it on any Amazon page that uh, displays products. And it gives you a whole bunch of key pieces of information like um, estimated monthly unit sales, uh, the Amazon fees, just like all this data that sellers need to make educated decisions on whether or not this is a good product to sell on Amazon or not. So that's the Jungle Scout extension. And how accurate do you find a lot of the data is? You can, um, Everything except the estimated sales is um, right on. The estimated sales, that's what we um, calculate in-house based off our own algorithms and logic. So it's usually like, like plus or minus maybe around like 10%. Okay. So you know, if it's telling you it estimates like 300 units per month, it might really be 270 or 330. But that range is plenty close enough for sellers to like understand how much demand there is and to forecast you know, like how many units it's going to be selling. Um, so that'd be like a good like rule of thumb. It's always getting a little bit better. I've actually never like shared this on video, but we're actually working on this really cool um, machine learning logic right now. We have like two developers working on it full time with a data scientist, and it, I think it's going to get that even better than ten percent. But even within like plus or minus ten percent, it's still 
plenty accurate enough for like uh, product research purposes. So for the extension, we built a web-based application. Um, so in the web app, there's a few main features. One's like you can track any listing on Amazon, and it'll tell you how many units it sells on, sells on a day-to-day basis in real time. We have a product database. What the product database is, we've rebuilt Amazon's catalog in a way that's user-friendly for sellers to search through. So you can't go on Amazon and say like, hey, show me all the products that sell well but have low competition and make me a whole bunch of money. <laughs> those, like, those filters don't exist on Amazon, right? So we rebuilt their catalog and put in all these filters that sellers would want to understand what are the good opportunities on Amazon. So what are some of the filters? Like how can you filter things? Yeah, so you can filter by like estimated sales, right? So you say like, only show me listings that sell at least 500 units a month. If it sells right. less than that, I don't care so about this it. This is more like, this initially one of the phases for people just brainstorming. Like yeah. just to brainstorm different sure. products that are out there and then kind of researching, going more in depth. So this helps you to filter that so that you get all these ideas you're like, hey, I can sell that, or that's a good idea. Yeah, that's exactly right. Or so you could say also like, um, so show me products that sell well, you know, have a high monthly sales, but have um, a poor listing. So we grade everyone's listing on a scale of like one through a hundred, how quality, you know, like how good it is. So we take into account like hundred different things. So you could say like, hey, show me products that sell well, even though they have a bad listing and less than like ten reviews. And now all those are going to be like good ideas for potential good opportunities, right? Because it's like this dude's selling well, even though his listing's crap, he doesn't have many reviews. Right, right. Uh, so that would be a good opportunity for you. Or you could filter and say like, show me products that sell really well, even though their average star rating is like two and a half. Right. And then those would be good opportunities for you to improve upon. Totally, totally. So you might say like, okay, like I, I found this chair on there. Um, it sells 500 units a month, even though it has two and a half stars, which is yeah. terrible. I would never yeah. buy anything with, for two and a half stars. It's still selling. Yeah. <laughs> and then, but you might read like, all right, the, the, the padding wasn't like thick enough. You would like read the bad reviews and it's like, all right, when you talk to your factory, ask for three inch padding instead of two inch padding. Yeah. And then that's like a way that you can improve cool. upon it. So yeah, that's, that's probably like our um, most loved feature in the web app. Yeah. And we have this other cool feature called the Niche Hunter. Um, we've analyzed um, tens of millions of niches, and we grade them on how well the demand is, how strong the competition is, um, all these different things like to let you know, is it a good opportunity for you to get involved in it or not? Yeah. We're going to wrap up here just with a few final questions for Greg. Uh, a lot of questions that people have submitted to me and asked about desiring to build their business on Amazon. Uh, my first question for you is, you know, someone that's looking at Amazon as an opportunity to build a business, a side hustle. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of people watching, they've already got, you know, a nine to five job sure, and they yeah. feel, you know, it's just, man, it's like, I want to, it's kind of like a dilemma that they have because they want to quit their job and create the freedom, but they feel they don't have the extra time to be able to do it. But at the same time, if you don't put in those extra hours to build the business, then you're not going to be able to quit your job and have something like this take care of you. So I know that you've been in that situation before. Yeah. What advice would you give to someone that's got their, their you know, nine-to-five job and they want to pursue this on the side? Yeah, that's a really good question. I know exactly how you feel because like I have said a couple of times earlier, you know, I used to be in the same position, right? Working nine-to-five or longer than that. Uh, and I had a wife and other, you know, uh, things to be doing. So, like, I, I totally understand, right? Um, I'm a huge fan of just-in-time learning. So, you know, by now you've watched this whole YouTube video. You understand, you know, um, how to do product research, how to find an opportunity on Amazon. So I would say my advice to you would be, you know, don't get caught up right now in trying to learn, like, pay-per-click for Amazon. Or don't try to get caught up in... 
um, back-end, search term, optimization, whatever else, right? Because all that stuff's easy to learn. I know you have tons of great resources for it. You know, you can usually just Google that stuff and find out a lot of them. Um, so, you know, like right now, like your next step, if you want to take advantage of this opportunity on Amazon, which I would highly recommend, would be to do the product research to find the opportunity and then to find a supplier. So don't get caught up in other stuff yet because, you know, like we're saying, like you don't have much time, right? You have these other obligations. You have a full-time job and all that kind of stuff. Um, and the great thing about doing that and making those first steps is then you're building momentum and then you're more excited about it, right? And then you want to work on it more. Um, so, you know, those are definitely, that would be definitely my advice to you. Yeah. And one thing I forgot to ask too is that, um, you know, a lot of people, for example, they live in different parts of the world and obviously Amazon.com in the United States is the biggest marketplace, the biggest yep. opportunity and demand. But we talked to Amazon's growing internationally. Europe sure. is huge, you know, uh, UK, Germany, uh, you know, Canada. So would you recommend people to start on Amazon.com or even potentially do research on these other platform, uh, other country platforms and how can Jungle Scope uh, help them with that? Yeah, it's an excellent question. So Jungle Scout works for all of North America, so that's Canada, US, and Mexico, all of the EU, and India, okay? And I would recommend for you to start on whatever marketplace has the lowest barrier of entry for you. Right. So maybe if you live in the UK, that would be there. Maybe in Germany, that would be there. Because um, like we mentioned a few other times, like the most important part is getting started and building up that momentum. So the US does have the most demand. Yeah. Uh, it's also the most competitive with the most sellers in this space. I personally still like uh, the U.S. a lot, um, but I would start in whatever marketplace is the least friction, you know, for you. Well, that yeah, no, that that's actually a lot of people I know. Actually, this is a, kind of like a, a strategy they do is they do the research on Amazon.com mm-hmm. and they see okay, what are what's what's selling there, and the comp- competition is high, but then they go to like the U.K. or Germany, yeah, sure. one of these countries. And they know it's because it's lower. selling in the U.S. and there's like a bit of a demand, but it's going to grow as Amazon grows there. And there's like no competition, right? Right. So like in many ways, you could find some better opportunities potentially doing international. Yeah, you could without a doubt. And then I would say like if you're in a country that Amazon doesn't exist, um, so maybe you're in South America or wherever else you're tuning in from, um, in that situation, I would probably either sell in the U.S. Um, or the UK or Germany. Those would be like my three favorite marketplaces if um, you know you don't live in any of the countries that have Amazon. Cool. And I know uh, another barrier that um, you know some people have where they're excited, maybe you're watching this right now and you want to build a business and it's a great opportunity, you don't want to miss out, but I know a lot of people are held back because they just don't have the money sure, yeah. to maybe get started or to get training or to... Um, you know, source a product or whatever it is. So what advice would you give to someone that's in that position? Yeah, absolutely. So you can start on Amazon for smaller amounts of money. So the, um, the one thing about selling any physical products is you do have to invest in inventory, right? So same thing on Amazon. But keep in mind, you don't have to purchase a thousand units to get started. You know, like you might be watching uh, uh, some training or this or the other thing or whatever and seeing that like, okay, my you know initial order quantity is going to be 1,000 units. I, that's because Amazon's so powerful that you know they people know they can sell it many, but don't feel like you have to. Like you can get started with 
uh, a dozen units or 20 or 50 or 100 or whatever you can afford at the time, sell that, make the money, you reinvest it, and you grow from there. So don't feel like you have to start out with thousands and thousands of dollars worth of inventory, right? You can probably get started for you know a few hundred bucks. Yeah, and I think just put more value and emphasis on the education that you're getting, what you're learning. You know, People go to university and they spend all this money, but they're not making money while they're there. Right. They go yeah, there for no three years. Well, in the same way, you know, you're, you know, you're, you're spending some money to learn on Amazon and to get your feet wet and gain the experience. And what I've found is that that's the most important thing. Because mm-hmm. I, I look at my journey online, it, it took me like the first three years, I didn't make any money. I was just dabbling yeah. around and stuff. But I learned so much during that time sure. that it's helped me today with my businesses and stuff. Yeah, so, without a doubt. I totally yeah. agree. Cool. And uh, we're going to wrap it up. But, um, you know, Greg is graciously, um, you know, for putting together this video and featuring it here on Project Life Mastery, he's put together a little discount. For those of you that are interested in uh, checking out Jungle Scout and giving it a try, uh, so there'll be a link below this video in the description, um, or you can go to www.junglescout.com slash projectlifemastery. Okay, www.junglescout.com slash projectlifemastery, and just put together a $10 off discount if you're interested, just exclusively for you guys uh, for being uh, followers here at Project Life Mastery. And I want to thank you for that. I think it'll definitely help Absolutely. a lot of people. Um, and my last question is, you know, what just final advice would you give to someone watching this that just at those beginning stages, any motivation, any tips, anything yeah, that you sure. wish that you had for yourself? Right. So I guess like if I think back, you know, like when I was trying to just get started, like my huge goal was to quit my job. I did not like my corporate job at all. And I like the strong entrepreneurial spirit, right? So I was like, I just need to make them enough money to quit my job. And I think I got hung up like by reading and seeing like all the different types of stuff, right? I was like, do I want to create a blog or sell this or that or the other thing or whatever else? Um, so I'd encourage you guys like watching this to just pick one and stick with it and just dedicate all your time and effort and mental energy to that for at least like the next like six to 12 months. So, you know, if you, if you watch all this by now, you're probably pretty excited about the Amazon thing. I might be biased, but like I said, I think it's the best opportunity of the decade um, so, you know, if, if you're excited about this Amazon thing, then just focus on this and like I said, devote all that mental energy to it. And I'm very confident that you can be successful with it. Um, just like I was and just like tens of thousands of other people are. Yeah. You know, it's definitely life changing. You know, I've seen so many people now that, um, have gotten started with Amazon and, you know, I, I, my big break was Amazon, but it was more on the Kindle publishing side. Yeah, and sure. I was able to leverage that and take advantage of the great opportunity that Amazon's existed. And I always just feel that we're so blessed that we have this as an opportunity because our parents and grandparents never had this amazing yeah. thing called the internet where um, it can provide a really incredible lifestyle and uh, quality of life. So uh, if you're watching this right now, hopefully this video has benefited you and added a lot of value to your life. And uh, provided some inspiration and helped you get started on your Amazon business and choosing a product. And like I said, check out Jungle Scout. It's the best out there in terms of the research. And, uh, you know, the most important decision you're going to make is that first product. Doing the research for it. You want to make sure it's a winner right from the gate. It's going to make your life so much easier. And it's going to get you that early success, which is going to give you more confidence, more momentum. So I'm a huge fan of Jungle Scout. Can Highly recommend it, and uh, Greg's provided an awesome discount for you guys. 
But Greg, I want to thank you for taking the time. Really Thanks thank for you. coming to my home here today. Absolutely. And uh, I really looking, enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to people checking out this video and checking out Jungle Scout. Me too. Cool. Thanks. Take care. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.